not pulling rank. The purpose of ministry is to glorify God and not to glorify ourselves. Amen. The tools of ministry are prayer and scriptures, not marketing handbooks. Amen. The privilege of ministry is growth, which may be in depth rather than in numbers. Right. The power of ministry is the Holy Spirit, yeah. not programs. And the model for ministry is Jesus Christ, yeah. not a corporation or a man. And I found that to be very intriguing, but so true is what ministry is supposed to so truthfully all be about. And it's not about self, it's really about what I can do to glorify God and rendering myself and offering myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. And when I think about ministry, the giving of myself, not seeking to be served, but to be a servant, I think about over in John 13, a situation where we find the Lord after he had finished eating. He took a towel and girded himself. Verse 5 says, After that he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. He took a towel and he took a basin and he poured water into the basin. Now stop and think for a moment. Back in those days, Nike wasn't around. Adidas wasn't around. Right now. Uh, what are some of the other tennis shoes? Reebok wasn't around. All of these name brand shoes that Stacy Adams wasn't around. Right. Bats wasn't around. Right. All of these different shoe companies and uh, businesses that provide comfort and safety for our feet, mm. they weren't around. Right. Traveling back in those days put some wear and tear on your feet. Yeah. But Jesus, after eating, he took that basin and poured water into it and he took a towel and he girded it himself, and he washed their feet. Yeah. What greater example can be offered, what greater example can be taught than to witness and to read about the Son of God, the one who descended from heaven, not to make a name for himself, he already had a name that was above all names. But to teach a lesson that if I can do this for you, right? What should you do for one another? Right. So often when people talk about they have a ministry, they're not looking 
into the fact of doing good for others. The truth of that matter is many are looking to establish a name and to be served by others. Right. They're looking to set themselves up on a pedestal to be served and to be revered. But the true, the true character, the true service of a minister of a ministry is to serve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really to serve to do, to help others, and not be concerned about yourself. Amen. The authority of ministry is submission. And not pulling rank or reminding people what role, where you are in the chain. You find a man who's a leader, and he always have to remind people he's a leader, something's wrong with his leadership. You want to see a man who's a great leader, he never have to tell you he's the leader. Amen. By the way he conduct himself and carry himself, people respect him as the leader. Amen. And people know he's the leader. Amen. If Jesus could take a towel and wash his disciples' feet, what should we be able to do? Then we go over to 1 Corinthians, chapter 9. We find this man, Paul. Paul declaring and talking about his Christian rights and his liberties. And I love these passages because Paul is another great example that he had so much that he could have done and taken credit for. But every time you stop and consider and look, Paul made it clear it's not about me. Man. What I do, what I have done, what I seek to do is not about any personal gain for myself. But it is, as he said, in verse number 23. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Yeah. Paul said, there are many things that I have done. But listen to this again when he says, for though I be free from all men, yet I made myself servant unto all men that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews, to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. In other words, Paul said, I would go to whatever measure that needed to be taken, Except to sin against God, to bring and to win souls to Christ. To the Jews, you know what? I became answered. Those who weren't thoroughly knowledgeable 
of certain things concerning the law that now there's a new covenant. You know what? I met them where they were. Yeah. I met them where they were. <clears throat> Taught them and, 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 and worked with them. I became whatever was necessary to become so that I might make that connection to bring them into the knowledge of Christ that God might be glorified. Wouldn't it be great if that was our motivation toward the walls? Yeah. That, hey, sometimes I might have to go in a neighborhood that I really don't want to go into. That's right. Sometimes I might have to sit by somebody who don't smell as dainty as I do. Sometimes I might have to spend time around some people that I normally and people normally don't see as my inner circle. Right? <clears throat> but I do whatever I have to do. God might be glorified. Yeah. Verse 21, he said to them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, mm -hmm. that I might gain them that are without law. Yeah. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, mm -hmm. that I might by all means save some. Right. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker with you. Yeah. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all? But one receiveth the prize, so run that ye may obtain. Yeah. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown but we an Yeah. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself, should be a castle. And in other words, folks, we need to live our convictions. Yeah. We need to be sound in our convictions. Yeah. We need not to be hesitant to become whatever we need to become to save some. Amen. And through the sacrifice that we make through the sacrificing of ourselves, God may be glorified. Yeah. And some may just might be saved. Yeah. But folks, we have to be real through our convictions. It's you gotta do more than talk. People rather heal something. 
I'm sorry, they'd rather see your sermon any day. They'd rather see how much you care than to hear how much you care. All right. Let me say that again. People rather see how much you care than to hear. People say all the time, oh, I care, oh, I care, oh, I care, and they walk away. And sometimes you never see them again. But you know, when you can get down and cry with them, you might not have much money, but you know what? Sometimes if you just sit there and cry a tear when they cry, you ain't got to be rich. Sometimes if you just sit there and take the time and say, I don't have much, but I can pray. Amen. Can we pray together? Yeah. People have feelings. People have emotions. And believe it or not, we can't overlook people's feelings and emotions. Man. Because they are real. They are real. And if you really want to persuade someone about how much you truly love them and how far you're willing to sacrifice for them, show them some love. That's right. Show them some love. It's, it's so bad that we're, we're in a mental state of mind that everything we mention about love ain't got to have a dollar figure on it. Come on. Everything about love is not about money. Amen. It's not about money. Man. I can show you love by simply just being there to listen to you yeah. when you need somebody to talk to you. Yeah. I can show you love by maybe just running an errand for you and because you got so much going on in your life and you say, let me help you. Let me do a couple of things. But I can show you love in many different ways. It doesn't always start at end at month. person is hungry. That's not the time to try to preach the gospel. That's right. That's right. Huh? Say it now. You want to show a person love, get them something to eat. That's right. And they'll be more willing and open to talk to you now. <laughs> then you then they'll stomach growling trying to out-talk you. Yeah. Church, all I'm saying this evening is we can holler and talk about ministry, ministry, ministry. But if we don't have love, if we're not seeking to be servants, if we're not seeking to glorify God, if we're not seeking status, well, we're in this for the wrong reason. Maybe you're looking for a business market investment. But to be invested in Christ is to be a servant. Get your tithe. I'm not saying you got to literally go watch somebody feed, but it's figurative in what I'm saying. Get your tithe. Go serve. Go serve and be great. So often, many want to build a name and a reputation by being served. No. 
You want to be great in the kingdom? Be a servant. Be a servant. And there's no greater way to glorify God than his kingdom than being a servant. Amen. Don't look for what somebody can do for you. Be eager and seek out what can you do for somebody else. That's what ministry is all about. The ministry of Locust Grove, Church of Christ, is not to make a big name for itself. You know what? The church name is already big where it needs to be recognized. You know. But it's good for others to find out about it. Yeah. So we're not seeking to make a big name. We're seeking to show love through the service that we do that was once and still is shown upon us. And the same love, we want to just re reflect it and direct it the same way the Lord has shown love unto us. We just want to show it unto other men. Let's continue our act of greatness by humbling ourselves, Amen. by recognizing who is really in charge. Let me read this again. The foundation of ministry is character. Do we have the right character? Or is it about us? Not a professional skill. The nature of ministry is service, not being served. The motive for ministry is love, not money or power. The measure of ministry is sacrifice, not success. So often, we look at success as being how much you have accumulated, what you are gaining and getting out of this. No, 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 no. You really want to know the truth of what it's about. How much are you giving? How much are you sacrificing? for the good of the ministry. The authority of ministry is submission, not pulling rank. The purpose of ministry is to glorify God, not to glorify ourselves. Amen. The tools of ministry are prayer and scriptures, not marketing handbooks. The privilege of ministry is growth, which may be in depth rather than in numbers. So don't get all bent out of shape because we haven't knocked the walls down and become a mega church. Come on now. God don't need a mega church right. to do his work. Amen. Even among a few of us here, we're questioning Brother Bobby cleaned it up and addressed it so well last Sunday. I would need all these here. we have a ministry. We have people that in most cases leave people in a nursing home and don't care whether they can ever worship again. We have a compassion and a love that we don't want to throw our family members away. We don't want to just leave them out there like anybody else would. So we have a ministry, we have a love that we we're blessed with the transportation and 
guess what? We're always looking for people who love just as much to help drive. We don't get them for them to just sit up. Right. All of those vehicles move in. Right. What are you willing to sacrifice? Choose a ministry of prayer and scriptures, not marking a handbook. The privilege of ministry is growth, which may be in depth rather than numbers. The power of ministry is the Holy Spirit, not programming. The model for ministry is Jesus Christ, not a corporation or a man. So you know what? If I ever take Christ, man, I got a sound ministry. That's right. To pack myself out. Because greater love had no man than this man. And he proved it by laying down his life. For his friend. Amen. That's a ministry. When people were hungry, he fed. Yeah. When they were caught in sinful situations, he forgave them. Yeah. When they couldn't walk, he healed them. When they couldn't see, he gave them something. You name the mess, he knows about it. our ministry Christ-focused. We don't need no, no big goals. We don't need no big eyes and little ears. Last I read, Christ was still head of the church. And the Savior of the body. Yes, sir. Now, until that passage of Scripture changed, then maybe we could go and vote on different things. But right now, there's no need to vote on anything. Because this is a lifetime appointment with Christ being the head of the church and the savior of the body. Amen. And let's follow that pattern. Let's keep that pattern in the up front, in the highest of our thinking. Yeah. And if we follow Christ, we can't go wrong. Amen. We can't go wrong. Amen. You're here today and you have prayer requests, you have a need to be restored back, Maybe you desire to become a Christian today. I don't know what's on your heart. I don't know. But God does. But what I do know, today would be the perfect day to get things right. Today will be a perfect day to leave here a better person than you are right. Amen. Today would be that day to say, I gave it all Casting all your cares upon him. Why? He said, cherish me. But if he cares, and he's going to be up all day and night, I don't 
don't see no reason why both of us need it. Right? He said, I can do this. Take my and learn. Yeah. Whatever you brought into this worship, and it's not benefiting you, and it's not for edification, you need to let it go today. Amen. You have a God who said,